0: What is up, everybody? Thank you uh, for tuning into the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. We're really excited about this new podcast. It's really designed to to just be very casual, just a couple of leaders at Fathom talking faith, talking life, talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between Monday through Saturday, not just on Sunday. So uh, tune in, listen to the conversation, open your heart and pray that, that this really helps.
1: Welcome, welcome. This is Fathom Beyond Sunday, where we engage in lively conversation that takes our walk with God beyond Sunday. Um, We are here today with Pastor Kyle Nelson.
0: Hey, everybody. I'm very comfortable today.
1: (laughs) He is. Feet up and all. (laughs) And myself, Jackie Cobble.
0: I tried to convince Jackie that the more comfortable I am, the smarter the things I'll say. (laughs) I don't know if it's a thing, but I'm going with it for right now. We'll see. We'll see. If this...
1: If you find this podcast more profound than the rest, let us know. <laughs> let us know so so Pastor Kyle can be relaxed and reclined at every <laughs> podcast recording. So stupid. <laughs> anyway.
0: But yeah, we're going to talk about things today. <laughs>
1: we're going to talk about things today. Thank goodness. I'm pretty sure that's why we're here. That's the plan. Um, so so fun stuff now that you've been welcomed into our madness. That's right. <laughs> um, so, over the past few weeks, we've been talking about, um, the greatest of these are, is love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been a really great series. I don't know if you've enjoyed it, but I certainly have. Um, but kind of the direction I want to go today is an offshoot of something we talked about on Wednesday nights on Core Nights. Yeah. Um, and that is, from our How to Read the Bible series um, that Pastor Todd Corpy has been teaching, and that that's been such a great series. Uh, yeah,
0: for those of you that have no idea what we're talking about, so we we have our weekend um, services, but then we've kicked off something new as well. Um, that for some it's um, a midweek opportunity, and they, they come weekends as well. Some people just come on
1: mm-hmm.
0: midweek, yeah. and, and uh, we don't have music. Um, it's it's kind of stripped back and. It's it's some in-person groups, some online group um, environments, uh, but yeah, all those uh, teachings are available online, and, mm-hmm. and we've been doing a four-week study on how to read the Bible. That wraps up this week, and... Um. Yeah, but th- that kind of prompted something. I just wanted to tell everybody. Yes. can Find that on YouTube, <laughs> or if you're in the Church Center app. I'll yeah, it, us they on have there. been can-
1: very informative. Really good, really good information. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard, if you haven't gotten to participate in that, I would say, yeah. jump on and uh, do it because lots of good, good stuff there. Indeed. Um. So one of the things we talked about is culture, and how. Our culture shapes how we view the Bible mm-hmm. and our culture shapes basically how we view everything, yeah. how we filter things, how we process information. And um, and one of the things that Pastor Todd had mentioned was the the difference between our current culture and uh, and the culture of the ancient Near East. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cultural differences, differences there are, we are a very individualistic culture. We see things. America. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we we were built on the individual mindset and um, in that we have an individual relationship with God and we are very worried about self. Um, not to say that everyone is, of course, and, you know, it's just a very broad statement, but overarching theme of our culture is the individual. Mm-hmm. Whereas for the ancient Near East culture, it was all communal. Everything was based on, you know, how you are viewed by others and how you can serve others and how you work together. And so that really prompted some thoughts in my mind about just how as a culture, because we know that God, it is not, with God, it's not one or the other. Mm -hmm. It's very much both. We we have an individual relationship with God that we are to tend and that we are to um, engage in and work at. At mm. times, you know, and then, but we also are built for community. We were made to be mm. communal. Yeah, we were meant to do communal things, and yeah. so I yeah. wanted to. Uh, you, you have no, a- no, oh yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready <laughs> okay. to go. I was going to say he's he's trying not to interrupt me, but <laughs> 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 you could see it on his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he, you know, but I really want to talk about that today. Yeah. How how do we get out of our own cultural mindset? <laughs> And shift to that more communal mindset how do we how do we cultivate that how do yeah. all the questions that go along with that um, yeah um so let's let's talk about um how the difference what are the differences what do they look like what is it
0: when we see it I mean here in America how would we you God the church you know I, I, I jokingly said murka but <laughs> but um, that which th- that's kind of annoying to do my my son like Beckett will start doing that, and he does about th- stupid things. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not the right time to do that. It's you know, he's excited though. He's part of the yes, he's got club. To. He knows yes. Merca is a thing, but uh, yeah, we're it's you know, I think it's our our country has a lot of beauty and that freedom mm-hmm. and individuality. Um, uh, just the freedom of religion, the freedom, yeah, you know, to speak your mind, and that's that's great, and mm-hmm. um, that's proliferated into a deeply individualistic society.
1: Absolutely. Who
0: you know, and like capitalism to the extreme, and and mm-hmm. to the point that you know, who cares who's hurt. Yeah. You know, so that's not a part of our culture so I think just taking a step back to just see just the emptiness in the full extreme of that individualism. You know, like you said, I think there is this other reality that it's it's being able to we we've got to be able to realize hey, we're in this culture and we're quite inundated in this mentality of self Absolutely. Um, and, and I think this is like, I kind of want to just dovetail for a second before we get in too deep on this of just the series we're coming out of on love,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, you know, and just how deeply we need people in our life. Um, because, you know, so the people who think that they're very patient people are people who are (laughs) not around people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, true story. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Or who are who have insulated themselves away from people who might challenge them, mm-hmm. you know, in any way, shape, or form, who are not exactly like them. And so, we 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 need people, and I think it's that invitation into God in our own individual walk. But I think what we've got to learn is there's also this invitation into. The fullness of God, like in the body of Christ, absolutely. You know that that we, like uh, Ephesians four, you know says that He's given pastors, prophets, apostles, evangelists, teachers to Christ. Get Himself gave these leaders to the church so that we all could become the fullness of Christ. Yes, that we together. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm this next week. I'm getting ready to start a, a, a series out of First Peter two, and he's talking about like the old temple versus the new temple, and like mm-hmm. like we together will become this new spiritual temple. And so, we, we've we've in many ways we've just got to reject this culture of individualism and isolation, and just know that that's not the way of God, right? You know that that there's. There's a different way for us,
1: yeah. You know, absolutely.
0: Um, so I don't remember the question, but I've, <laughs> I've rambled for a minute here. Um, oh yeah, we want to talk about the differences. So yeah, really collectivistic or, or collectivist, you know, type cultures. Like even if you're Latin, if you're um, of Hispanic culture or from yeah. Latin America, or mm-hmm. if you're from African culture um, at all or Asian culture. Um, mm-hmm. These are all in your family already. Like you get this much more than us, you know, whitey tidy European, you know, yeah. or Western Western individualized Americans. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, even if you're American born, you know, but you've got um, Hispanic roots or African roots or Asian roots. Um, that's that's your heritage. You probably more naturally have these things in your family history, and so where, you know. Yeah, where otherwise, you know, born and bred white boy in the South, deeply individualistic. You know what I mean. I I have much harder uphill work to do. It comes. It does not come as naturally to me. Um, and so I think at the end of the day, when we're talking about culture, it just goes back to, you know, whatever culture we're in. If it's a subculture in our city, mm-hmm. or a, a culture of our family, or something that is involved in our culture, we we really are praying through, um, you know, is this something that I should receive? You know, um, like when Taryn and I were starting, starting our family, Hey, we're looking at all the things that were a part of our family. We're looking at the church we were a part of. Hey, are these things that we receive to be a part of our family, to yeah. be a part of our culture now? Um, things in our culture, is this something I'm going to redeem? Like I could redeem this. Like this is, this can be redeemed for God's glory, yeah. you know, or, or is this something I need to like just reject altogether in in the culture? So, um, you know, whatever culture we come out of, I, I think, um, we've, we've got to know where we're coming from and then be able to make a determination about how, what's our, what's our life going to look like after that. And, um, you know, begin to understand. So anyway, we can get into collectivist stuff. I'm off on tension <laughs> So, um, yeah, these cultures just they they live they see their life connected to other people. Like mm-hmm. um for instance like in America me saying something stupid on social media. Let's take that for example, <laughs> yeah. right? Me saying something stupid on example, um or something stupid on social media, I might think to myself, you do I want to post this or not? And my thought process is I don't want people to judge me. I don't really feel like dealing with their crap today. <laughs> I don't I, really want to be judged. Who's going to comment on this? Do I really feel like dealing with this? But in a collectivist mindset, it's I don't want to embarrass my family. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cause strife in the community. Um, am I speaking for myself or am I speaking for the community? You know, and I think that's... I that's, like that. Yeah, that's think, how their mindset works.
1: I think you can you can self-evaluate in that mindset like when you when you think about your inner monologue what's going on when i'm confronted with these issues like what's going on when i'm confronted with should i post this on social media you know so like if you're trying to figure out where you are in this like what are what's coming to mind what are the thoughts that come to mind when you want to say something but you're not sure if you should mm. is it protection of yourself or is it protection of the people who are close to you, is it, or, you know, the whole, let's not stir up strife. I mean, I know for me, like when I'm thinking about posting something, that's always my first thing. Is this, is this going to be helpful or hurtful to the body? And,
0: and there, and there's another side to that too. Certainly where, um, where we've got to, you know, we, we want to be able to speak the truth, you yeah. know, and, and the truth is offensive and, you know, at times it's going to, you know, cause strife you know because some people don't see it like that whether that's one on one in person or you know yeah. in a social media forum and so right. there's always that tension of, of well yeah i mean we, know, we definitely yeah. have to yeah.
1: we definitely have to stir up things sometimes in order yeah. to to get rid of the
0: yeah jesus definitely did <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and it's it's so important that we we do that for one another but i you know social yeah. media is not really the place for it in my in my my experience yeah is it that's that's
0: been a a a long wrestling thing for me it's just yeah you know is that whole thing doing more damage than good you know it's i think our whole society is trying to figure out that question yeah absolutely Um, and it's funny like just talking about social media we didn't plan to talk about this but Just like it's designed for us. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just wild to really think about. It was designed to really connect us and like where it has is it kind of ends up dividing us. And and it's made people want to retract even more into isolation. Yeah. We're like, hey, I'm just not going to do that. But my prayer, my hope is that people are actually saying – Oh, let's actually connect in real life. Yes, like let's actually have some real relationships. And
1: that this this platform is just a supplement to the real life relationships yeah. we have. Yeah. So I
0: mean, we're the first generation to ever have to figure this out. So I think mm-hmm. we're, I I'm hopeful that that we are going to kind of figure that out. And and I even think young people they're seeing the damage of it. Like absolutely, they, they, they read statistics more than anybody does. It is is young people. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going to be paying attention to this stuff. And, and, uh, you know, some things, some, some people are are, are not going to, they're going to have to break these habits, but uh, in, in other ways, I think they're going to be well informed to really, you know, kind of figure out how, what community is going to look like in yeah. the future. But I think that's a huge part of the local church is to establish that and to teach yeah. and um, coming in from an individualistic mindset. It's really hard because we just want to do our own thing yeah and not see that we're a part of something much bigger than ourselves and we've been called into it you know into a family
1: so let's let's touch on how how do we see the individual mindset play out with god mm. how, you know like how oh yeah that one's you know yeah uh, um so in my mind i see it you know like our relationship with god is very one sided like we're we're constantly god i need this or you know lord this thing in me needs to change, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. But it, but it becomes our focus. Yeah. You know, like, I need to fix this in me. I need to do this about my relationship with God. And it becomes this I, I, I. Like, it's all about what, what, what does God want to do in me? And that's never a bad question to ask. Yeah. Like, I, I ask God all, that all the time. Like, God, mm-hmm. change, change whatever in me needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. But what's my purpose in that? Mm-hmm. Like, is it so that, I'm loving God more or, you know, what's the motivation behind it? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And it just, it it just, it's just all about us, you know, and and I'll probably use it in my upcoming series because we're talking about purpose and, and I, I love the opening line of Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life.
1: I don't know what it is.
0: This is not about you.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. Like, if
0: you want to find purpose, <laughs> if you want to understand that, you, you just understand it's bigger It's bigger than you. And, um, yeah, we just put ourselves at the center. Like, we have self-centered theology. We view the scriptures incorrectly because we see it all through our own lens and not through mm-hmm. the culture of, of what was taking place at that time and and not, you know, what God, the Holy Spirit would actually guide us to, but we just kind of see it We we get in the way of a correct interpretation, absolutely. You know, by just our own individualism and and, and selfishness, you know. So, you know, I think the reading of scripture incorrect correctly is is one kind of fallout there. I I I think just sheer loneliness. Um, we we miss out on relationships. I know that's not with God, but but it is. I um. Which, if we're not reading the scripture correctly, that means we're not we're not growing. Um, we're we're not fulfilled yeah. ultimately because we're we're trying to find that purpose in ourselves. I was talking to a non believer yesterday, and we just it was late in the afternoon, and we just got to have just a, a really deep conversation on purpose and happiness, and and it's always interesting, you know, to just hear them use these different phrases of kind of finding your golden center or your he was essentially saying like a a happy you know happiness within and Mm -hmm. and um you know i i I just talked about solomon i talked about ecclesiastes Mm -hmm. being depressing because he had searched to find that happiness searched to find that meaning everywhere and ultimately turned up empty, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, yeah. um, outside of, uh, outside of God. I mean, just there's, there's nothing, you know, he he knew that in his early age, kind of lost his way for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, wrote a lot of depressing books the, along the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, not a it. lot of, a <laughs> lot of depressing lines, yeah. but a, anyway, so I, I, I think it, it leads into like just a a lack of meaning um, incorrect interpretation, um, and just loneliness, you know? Yeah.
1: And it, it divorces us from the church, you know, like it divorces us from really building community because we were like, well, okay, this, I need to keep this for myself and I need to give this, you know, I can give this to you, but it's really like, it, as long as I'm taking care of, I can help. Yeah. Where the communal mindset would say, you know, n- it doesn't matter if I'm going to be lacking, I'm going to, I'm going to help anyways. You know, like it, it takes away that self protection because you know that community is protecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're protected together.
0: For sure. And, and I I was talking about this earlier with you. It's like, you know, the scripture that says bear one another's burdens also says bear your own burdens. Yes. (laughs) You know? So I wouldn't say that's individualistic, but it, right. there is a sense of responsibility, like individual responsibility, mm-hmm. and that's and that's I think a key element of kind of individual. I, I I was actually I I wrote started writing a manuscript for a book like many many years ago, called "I'm with the Church," mm-hmm. kind of like "I'm with the Band" thing, <laughs> and like personal responsibility within a worshiping community, yeah, was really the. The subtitle for it, um, that we have to like, what is my role to play in the body of Christ? Absolutely. You know, as an individual, as a part of a worshiping community, I'm a part of a community. Um, and so that'll still get written one day. Um, <laughs> probably not with that title, but, but, um, I think it's important for us to understand that individual responsibility we have to the community. I think that's what this yeah. is. I mean
1: Absolutely. You know. Well, that kind of gets us into our next question. 12 years ago, jotting that down. <laughs> yeah, our next question would is, you know, how how do we cultivate that communal mindset in ourselves? You know, when it's so counter to who we are.
0: Yeah. Well, I would say this, we're not going to cultivate it in ourselves by ourselves. Amen. <laughs> So the answer to that is not, let me go work on me.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's in, you know, submission to the life that God has called us into. Mm-hmm. So it's allowing him to work in our heart and teach us a different way that, you know, some cultures, some individuals, some families get and understand more than we do. Absolutely. In fact, I mean, I would say, you know, early on in my life I didn't I didn't I didn't really get it I didn't get it It, it, I've learned it over the years um didn't come naturally for me um but I've learned just this beautiful picture of community that is the body of Christ is the way of Jesus and I've constantly had to be transformed to to be able to experience it and to be honest and vulnerable and ask for help and um, to be sacrificial and to be generous, and yeah. all of the things that it means to be a part of the community, to be intentional, um, and kind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even like just as simple as like being kind. Yeah. You know. Um, so. So yeah, it doesn't come in ourselves. It comes, I think, through just like a submission to God working inside of us. But I think it happens through you know uh, some practices, some disciplines. Um, I, I'd say practices is probably a better word for it. Um, of like serving others, I think is huge.
1: Yeah. Like, absolutely.
0: It beats that selfishness out of us and, you know, challenges us to do it when we don't feel like it. And it's just shocking to me how flighty our culture is, (laughs) you know, how, like we just look for excuses all the time to. You know, I, I find that a lot of times people are excited and will say yes um, to to doing something, but as soon as it inconveniences them at all, like, oh no, I wanted to do that when it was not going to inconvenience me, right? And now that it's a minor inconvenience to me, I just can't do it. You know, it's like, are we really that soft slash selfish? Yeah. That, yeah, and that's just our that's our culture, and I, I see it all the time, and so.
1: Well, one of the biggest parts of sanctification is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. If we if we are unwilling to sacrifice, we can't be sanctified. It's really
0: yeah, super true.
1: You know, like that's that's the hardest part, and and we don't recognize that when we're not in that communal mindset mm-hmm. because we're when we're focused on ourselves, it's constant. Like, well, I can protect myself by doing this instead of doing it this way, or by you know what I mean. Like, yeah. we're always in this self preservation mode. Where when we have the communal mindset, it it bodes itself to sacrifice. We can't help it.
0: I I am always just challenging people. Like we do our DNA sessions. You used to oversee them years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I was in a, a recent, and it's like, um, we don't have like a membership class, but there's kind of like this.
1: Yeah, it's
0: track into our church. I don't know. We call it.
1: It's it's we hey, call it DNA sessions. Get to know us. Yeah, it's called <laughs>
0: it's called DNA sessions. And so anyway, um. I'm always just trying to help people frame in in there as they're coming in to connect in our church. And like, this is Mm -hmm. becoming their church home. Like, Hey, don't ever show up here again just to get something like, don't like um, if you want to know what the body of Christ is, know that you, as much as we come to receive, like we're coming to, To first of all, not just to receive from God, we're coming to give God like all of ourselves, like in worship and in praise, and then we're also coming to give away gifts that God has given us freely, and like Mm -hmm. His Spirit working inside of us to to give that to others and to to make use of the gift that's Mm -hmm. inside of us. And I would just say to anybody that's listening who maybe says, you know, I don't, maybe I am stuck in that individualistic culture myself. I'm, I'm very focused on me like let me just you have so much to give you have so much to offer not because you're super talented and awesome which i'm sure you are but because god has gifted you like spiritually gifted you like with gifts to build up the body of christ yeah to be helpful so that we can all grow to the fullness of christ and so um just don't be selfish with those like like when you attend church whether it's here at Fathom or any church that you attend, like know that you you bring bring something to the table and like change the way you view the gathering of believers. Yes. That when you get together, like I'm not just coming to take; I'm coming to have this mutual edification, which and that's kind of how love is. It's just yeah. it's just flowing both ways, both ways at all times. I'm not stopping it with my selfishness. Yes. Right. Well, nope, I, I'm just taking now.
1: I think that's the coolest thing about our church, and like the mindset of our church is that we're very communal mindset in in just the big C church. We we long to do church Mm -hmm. with other churches. Like we, we want to be a part of what God is doing in the broader sense of the church, not just our own. And so like if someone comes and they're like, this isn't the right fit for our family, then like Mm. how can we help you find the right fit for your family? Because we know how important it is to be connected to a body.
0: And so I'll give you five good churches right now. Exactly. I can give you 10, but I'll give you five quick ones. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Like I, how can we help you in that process? Yeah. Because it's, it doesn't matter where you go, mm-hmm. but it's that you are going and yeah. that you are getting in with the Holy spirit where he wants you to be, yeah. not where we want you to be, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause we, we honestly, we want everybody cause yeah. we love all people and mm-hmm. we want, you know, like yeah. I would, I would take everybody. So, if so I, I, <laughs> I think that's
0: a huge part of it is cultivating it through service and through submission to the Lord. Yeah. And then, um, i i th- I think it's I don't know how to phrase this one, but it's just being extremely intentional about um, your soul and community like i mean yes. I, I don't even know how to say it, but just yeah like, like real relationships that are spiritual in nature that like we're we're not even. When you are just kind of hanging out, eating hamburgers and hot dogs, um, you just always know, like, this is spiritual. We always know, like, whatever we're doing. Yes. (laughs) That that it's spiritual. Like, there's, yeah, there's just...
1: I tell people all the time, I'm like, everything you do has a spiritual side to it. Yeah. Like, the simplest things taking out the garbage has a serious it has spiritual impact it does i mean it does in our home at least you know like i mean there there's spiritual impact that happens because it's showing someone in in our house it's me that you care enough about what is happening in our home to say the trash can is full you yeah. know like yeah, yeah. there's spiritual impact yeah. in that it's it it moves it it yeah, if, if you don't think even. that,
0: if you if you if you don't think that matters, if you don't do it in your house, start doing it and see how it impacts other people.
1: Absolutely, yes. Whether
0: they say thank you or not, you know,
1: exactly. They, I mean, you might you might not hear thank you, but I guarantee you, you'll see a shift in mm-hmm. in attitude. You know, like yeah. that's the thing is, like we we don't recognize how how deeply what we do shapes the community around us, and just I mean, being in a home with a ton of kids, it. It, it every little thing impacts our relationship. So mm-hmm. when somebody is having a bad day, everybody is having a bad day, not because we all want to have a bad day, but because that one person infects the rest of us. Mm-hmm so when when someone is having a bad day in our house, we are purposeful to come around them and say, "Hey, what's going on? How can we help you we We recognize that you're not feeling good instead of just getting irritated and allowing you know allowing that attitude to infect everyone, we we shift our thoughts and we we think, "Okay, how can we help?" You know that because that that gives us the communal mindset that takes the focus off of us and how we're being treated and focuses us on how the person is feeling and how what they're processing why are they feeling this way.
0: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, the scriptures say like rejoice when others rejoice, you know, mourn mm-hmm. when they mourn. Yeah. Um and there's this invitation into um that that's community. I mean, yes. that, that's community that I'm I'm going to stop, you know, and what I'm feeling to you know, to feel what you're feeling, you know, as we're, yeah. as we're sitting here, I'm getting a text from someone who just, you know, is bummed about a situation. They said, I'm just disappointed, you know? It's yeah.
1: like, you and, know. and it's not necessarily wrong to be disappointed. Like that's the no, thing is, no, 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 to be sad not. or to be, you no. know, I think, I think so often we try to like, Stifle emotion, and the reality is, is emotions are there. They're mm-hmm. they're a gift from God just as much as anything else. Doesn't mean that they're always right. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that they can't be. You know, we can't look at it and say, "Well, I recognize that you're hurt. I this recognize is what that. I'm feeling. Yeah. Exactly that you're feeling these things, whether or not it's the right response. It doesn't really matter in the yeah. moment. What matters is that you recognize that I love you enough to stop and pay attention. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm here for you. So yeah. let's. Let's sit and be sad for a moment together, you know. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah. So I I think just that intentional, you know, being in community for a long time. Yes. You know, and giving yourself over to be shaped in in that community, to grow in that community, to be vulnerable, to fail in that community. Mm -hmm. And to... To, and to be planted, you and know to be I, hurt I, by that community, yeah, absolutely. the
1: reality is is we we are okay with community until community hurts it, us, yeah, and then we run, yeah, because we're like, oh, I've got to protect myself,
0: I mean that's why what the, where we just wrapped it up, I mean, just to take it back to the message last week, yeah, of just patient, yes, like it's it's hard, like it's being slow to anger and slow to punish and not to yes. return, and like love is patient, like. It's, that's that's it's a lot more intense than what we realize, you know. Absolutely. Um,
1: I mean, it's easier said than done. It's- oh yeah, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely. So, but man, the impact that the community can have on us. Yeah. You know, because we, man, we we just realize we're we're not called to be independent. We're called to be interdependent, you know, with God and with others and. That's the way God created us, and and we end up finding so much more joy and encouragement and hope and peace and man, it's, it's just beautiful. It's like I I just don't you know, um, Pastor Jeremy Isaacs was here years ago, one weekend, and and he said, you know, you could choose to do life without the church, but like why why would you do that? Right. Like what. what it's a bad idea. Like, yes. It's just a bad idea. And and it's, it's you're missing out on just the beauty. Oh, um, I think th- of the, that the Bonhoeffer quote.
1: Oh, I'm going to butcher it because I'm not good at remembering exactly word for word. But basically what he said was, you know, we need to recognize that community is not a right, but it's a gift. And that w- when we can have it, we need to be intentional to have it. Mm. And this is coming from a yeah. man who was... Imprisoned, you know, and he was lacking community. And he's telling he's telling the world, you know, like community is imperative, but it's not a right that you have. And so, when you have the opportunity to have community and fellowship among the body, you better do it because you miss out on so much of what God has for you when you don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: So, I think that's a good place to stop for this week. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I hope that you have community. If you don't have community, please reach out. I will help you find it. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. And we want that for you. Um, I know that's my heart. I know that's Kyle's heart. We we long for you to be in community, not because we want you at our church, but because we want you to, to be drawn closer to God because it is imperative and for gonna, your walk with and him. And it'll
0: take some time. Yeah. It'll take some time to develop that don't don't assume that hey i'm gonna figure that out this month no <laughs> cool well you can figure it out this month you can figure out where you're gonna plant but like fruit on trees like if you buy a fruit tree it, it may take you 10 years to see fruit on that tree
1: yeah no kidding it's, we have a <laughs> we have a satsuma tree that has not put out fruit yet so yeah. there
0: you go <laughs> um we keep saying oh i'm gonna cut it down uh if i didn't get anything in a yep. small group this week i'll cut it down uh last time i hung out that person just wore me out yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I'm more tired now than I was. And we just going to cut it down and just don't, just don't, don't. just be yep. intentional, like keep watering that plant and uh, the fruit that's going to come out of it is going to, going to blow your mind.
1: It is. Well, we love you guys. We are praying for you. If you need anything again, email me at Jackie at fathomchurchjacks.com and we will talk to you next week. Bye.